Welcome to Health Source, a community education program brought to you by the University of Vermont Health Network. Your host today is Alex Tercy from the UVM Medical Center. It's that time of year again, time for New Year's resolutions. Statistics show only 9.2% of people ever achieve their New Year's resolutions. So are they worth it? And if so, how do you achieve them? Here to talk to us are Corey Sinet and Sarah Yandel, both health coaches with the Employee Wellness Program at the University of Vermont Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Corey and Sarah. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So first off, with that statistic of 9.2% of people achieving their New Year's resolution, is this something we should be doing? I think that statistic is pretty surprising for everyone, Mm -hmm. Um, but I would definitely encourage people to create that New Year's resolution. I think it's a great time to kind of start fresh, as everyone says, and kind of um, turn over that new leaf and and think of this as a new opportunity to kind of um, create some new lifestyle habits that can really sustain you throughout the year. Yeah, and it is is surprising that only 9.2%, you know, follow through on that on their goals. Um, I think it really comes down to, you know, taking the time for, um, yourself really. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people hear on the radio at their, at their fitness center or on Facebook, Hey, it's time to make that new year's resolution. Um, but you know, making it more of a long-term thing, um, not just one time per year should be, we'd be thinking about goals. Um, should be happening throughout the year, reevaluating our goals and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe our goals aren't relevant at that time anymore. So yeah, just taking the time throughout the year really to. So it sounds like maybe we're just doing it wrong. So you guys are the health coach experts. How do you make a resolution or a goal, as you said, Corey, that you can keep and stay with and be motivated by? I think um, the biggest thing that we talk about with our health coaching clients is creating goals, and we use the acronym SMART, S-M-A-R-T. So um, Corey and I work with a lot of clients, and we create these SMART goals. So we can kind of think of this as a SMART resolution. So SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and Mm time-bound. So um, instead of just saying, you know, I want to be healthier this year, what does that really mean to you? And, and how are you going to go about doing that? So if it's specific to physical activity, if it's specific to nutrition or stress, um, or maybe it's, you know, organization related, you know, maybe you're always late to things. Um, it really comes down to being as specific as you can as to how you're going to go about working on that goal, who's involved, the environment, the resources that you need, um, and creating something and then writing it down is the biggest thing that we um, emphasize with our clients is really um, making a almost a pact to yourself mm-hmm. of you know I'm going to write this down I'm, I'm going to you know continuously come back to it and see it and really commit to it yeah it's it's um, you know writing that goal down um, it really kind of puts a emphasis on the goal um, we all talk about oh you know I'm going to start going to the gym more or I'm going to start walking more and it's more often than not, it's just a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it when you put it down on paper, then that's when the the uh, rubber really hits the road. So, and pr- I'm guessing probably displaying that paper prominently, not letting it end up in a file cabinet somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely, I tell my clients, you know, post it on your refrigerator. You go in there multiple times a day to get something. Um, put it on your bulletin board at work. Um, you know put a sticky note on your water bottle. Maybe your goal has to do with hydration, something that you're going to see continuously. Um, and it's, it's just that reminder there for you. 
So I think what you brought up about the SMART uh, framework was actually really important. And I wonder if you could help listeners a little bit by, let's say my New Year's resolution is to lose weight. How would I make that into a SMART resolution or a SMART goal? Yeah, so Corey and I can kind of work through that together. I think we hear this a lot with our clients, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to lose weight. So the biggest thing that, you know, I kind of start with, well, how are you going to do this? Are Mm -hmm. you going to start with physical activity? Are you going to really look at your nutrition? Um, What's realistic for you? Is that getting to the gym every day? Is that doing some sort of workout program at home? Um, Is that, you know, utilizing resources within your workplace in terms of taking time during the day to kind of exercise? It's just small wins in your day um, and those small little habits that you can kind of get into um, the routine of changing um, or adding to your day. The, there's a lot of great research from MIT mm-hmm. um, that talks about creating habits um, snowball into what's called a keystone habit. So if you create a habit of packing your shoes in your workout clothes in your car and having those readily available, there's going to be other small habits that, that happen consciously or, or subconsciously um, throughout the day, starting your day with a nice healthy breakfast, um, not necessarily to improve you know, your weight management, but uh, just to create that, that snowball mm-hmm. effect of, of good healthy habits throughout the day. If you start your day with a healthy, healthy breakfast, more often than not, your next meal or snack is going to be of a healthy choice versus if you started your day with a, you know, a cup of coffee, your next meal is going to be kind of an energy boosting quick fix. Hmm. So it sounds like instead of maybe setting a big resolution, like I want to lose 50 pounds, then maybe it starts from what I'm hearing from you guys, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It's about maybe even making it just a small habit change your resolution am I understanding that right yeah I think that overarching goal of saying you know I want to lose 50 pounds that's great think of that for the entire year Mm -hmm. and then kind of breaking that down into smaller more attainable goals which we work on with our clients so maybe thinking on a monthly basis okay if I want to lose 50 60 pounds in a year what does that look like per month and Mm -hmm. really thinking about okay so for the month of January my goal is going to be 10 pounds and so I'm going to start by you know going to the gym four times a week on my way home from work I'm going to have my clothes packed, you know, the night before. Um, I'm going to take this class Tuesday, Thursday, and I'm going to, you know, work out with a friend on Monday, Wednesday. Um, and and really committing to that and saying, you know, every Friday morning I'm going to weigh myself. So that's going to kind of be the check-in point. So you do have this large overarching goal, but yet you've kind of broken it down into these smaller steps um, to kind of get yourself going and see those small successes to increase your motivation and, again, um, keep you going and, and, and keep you feeling good about yourself that you can attain that that bigger goal. Our guests today are Corey Sinet and Sarah Yandow. Both are health coaches with the Employee Wellness Program at the University of Vermont Medical Center. And we're talking about resolutions. So some people, if they don't fulfill their New Year's resolution or they feel they failed in some way right off the bat, they kind of just give up if a challenge comes up. What's your suggestion around helping people who might have like a barrier come up? Yeah, absolutely. I think that barriers and obstacles are inevitable. We live in this crazy world. So I think it's important for people to realize that, um, number one, you should anticipate some sort of setback or or obstacle that could come your way in terms of your goals and just be ready to stay positive and start fresh, you know, from that obstacle if it, you know, 
the weather is unpredictable and you aren't able to get to the gym, okay, make a plan for tomorrow and, and we're going to start right back up again. It, it's not a time or, or an excuse to just be like, oh, that's it. I failed, so I'm done. I'm, I'm back to sitting on the couch mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'm not even going to work towards my goal. I think it's a great time to just recommit, realize that challenges come up. We have barriers and we just got to roll with them and, and recommit to that, that goal we set for ourselves. And are there strategies people can follow to stay accountable or to help them get to their goal? Yeah, absolutely. Obstacles, barriers, you know, failures, that, like as Sarah said, that's, that's inevitable. That's how we learn, really. So getting a, a partner, whether it's a family member, a coworker, um, you know, a friend involved in your goals, uh, maybe joining you on a goal, um, or even just, you know, having them check in. Hey, I, you know, I know you said you were going to try to go for that walk. How'd that go? Um, that's going to hold, hold you to some sense of accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have um, had failures in the past, and that, that fear of failure um, really prevents them from, from branching, reaching out, and, and, and asking for support. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say you know, embrace the failure, use it as a learning experience, um, and you know, find that, that person who is supportive of you. Um, and supportive of your goals. Uh, and, and that will help to create that sense of accountability and overcome some barriers and obstacles that you might have. I wanted to do a little brainstorming with you guys since you are health coaches and for people who might be thinking they want to set a New Year's resolution or want to try something new and different, I'm wondering if we could talk a little bit about the different types of them. So I'm wondering first if we could talk about some achievable diet-related resolutions. Yeah. What might some of those be? What are some ideas for listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, I think a lot of people in the New Year say they want to eat healthier. They've just come off of Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, where a lot of our celebrations are you know, food-related. So um, again, thinking more of on a simplistic kind of small scale here, it could be as simple as, you know, I want to increase my fruit and vegetable consumption, and I'm going to do that by increasing the amount of fruit I eat by one piece every day. So whether you're starting it two pieces of fruit a day or five just saying you know i'm going to add an extra serving of fruits and or vegetables to my diet i think that's a great place Mm -hmm. to start a lot of people find themselves eating out and away from the home around this time of year just with the busyness and the chaos so kind of planning ahead and thinking you know i'm going to cook one more meal at home this week um that's huge that that not only is going to save you money and again just the um the benefit of knowing what's going into your body, that you've cooked a nice wholesome meal. Um, So that's another thing for people. I think creating um, a list and kind of doing some meal planning, yes, it takes some time, whether that's on a Sunday or maybe a Wednesday for you, depending on your work schedule, but kind of sitting down and mapping out the week and saying, you know, what are some nights that I need something quick? And what are some nights that I, you know, have a little bit more time to prep and plan Mm -hmm. some stuff? So making a grocery list and, and committing to getting to the store at least once a week, I think, is a great place. Another thing that people forget is um, thinking about how much water they consume in a day. Mm. And, and especially with it being cold, we don't get as thirsty as we might in the summer. So making a goal for yourself that you're going to increase your water consumption by, you know, another, say, 20-ounce bottle every day. And, and how are you going to do that? Is that bottle are you going to carry it with you every day all 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 hours with you during work are you going to have different bottles you know at home at work in your car just as a as that easy quick reminder that visual reminder um 
it could be as simple as eating breakfast every day. So getting up and committing to a healthy breakfast and starting your day on a fresh start. So I think there's some great small changes Mm -hmm. that people can make to really kickstart their nutrition for 2019. Those are great ideas. Thank you, Sarah. What about sleep and stress management? What are some things we could do there? We could all use a little bit more sleep, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes down to you know setting these, I want to call them new goals uh, instead of New Year's resolutions, <laughs> um, to kind of build that habit of creating you know goals throughout the year. Really look at what are you doing now in the present moment for your sleep and your stress management. Are you waking up in the morning to an alarm, or are you waking up in your lightest sleep? There's a really great app uh, called Sleepy Time. Um, sleepy time will show you the best times to wake up so that you're waking up in your lightest sleep. You think about when we wake up during the week, most of us wake up to an alarm clock. Mm -hmm. When we wake up on the uh, weekends, typically we're waking up when we want to wake up and we're waking up most likely in our, in our lightest sleep, that sleepy time app, you'll set your bedtime hour and it will provide you with three to five um, times that you should you should be waking up in your lightest sleep. Hmm. Um, that is a great um, resource in terms of you know sleep hygiene. You know, is the temperature of your room um, appropriate so that you're you're cooled down and your your body temperature isn't really high? Mm-hmm. So those are kind of a couple just quick strategies. And then you know stress management. You know, are you taking the time to take a deep breath during your day? You know, when's the last time you stopped and um, sure. it's, it's really vital to just make sure we're, we're taking those deep breaths, you know, calming our, our nervous system down um, and just letting our body know, hey, we're OK, we're, we're going to be OK and staying positive. So. There's 24 hours in a day. I always tell people you have five minutes at the beginning and the end of your day to just sit in a, either a quiet, dark place alone Mm -hmm. and just take a few deep breaths and that can help tremendously um, in times of high stress and anxiety or situations where you're kind of unsure of things so whether that's right when you get up in the morning to re kind of restart you for the day Mm -hmm. and then again in the evening to calm down to get ready to sleep five minutes is really all it takes okay I think that's gonna be my new year's resolution Mm -hmm. so thanks guys I have mine now our guests today have been Corey Sinet and Sarah Yandow, both are health coaches with the Employee Wellness Program at the University of Vermont Medical Center. If you're looking to learn more about health and wellness resources available to you from the UVM Medical Center, please visit uvmhealth.org medcenter. You've been listening to Health Source, brought to you by the University of Vermont Health Network. For more information, visit uvmhealth.org and check us out on social media.